It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy, with your hosts, Johnny, Isaac, and Caleb. Listen in as your hosts discuss the 1951 film, The Thing from Another World. Welcome back, everybody, to the bar. What's tonight's drink, Johnny? I'm not drinking anything. No, okay. Caleb, what's... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of high, but I'm not, I'm not drunk. What's the uh, What's the drink for tonight? Oh, it's the usual. Jackson Trigg Shiraz. Nice. My every night drink. <laughs> every night drink. Goodness oh gracious. I thought it's supposed to be a special <laughs> night. Here, okay, wait, so is it a... Was that a tequila, or is that a... Is that a um, it's a wine, yo. A w- vodka. Yeah, it's a lovely red wine. Okay, so what goes with good with red wine? Cheese and chocolate. Um, yeah, or s- certain meats, um, depending on if it's a red or a white. Certain uh, vegetables, perhaps? No, get out. <laughs> um, perhaps. Uh, maybe not man-sized uh, vegetables. or From uh, out of this world? Ones that wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, suddenly have clothes on them and not completely naked. And don't function well when roasted. Yeah, or pour a bunch of kerosene on it. Or try to lock its hand off. Yeah, so that's Isaac's segue for The Thing from Another World, our follow-up to uh, the Who Goes There retrospective. So I just wanted to start quickly by talking a little bit about Howard Hawks. Please do. Now, for you, Isaac, um, I know that you've seen the 30s Scarface. No, no, never have. Oh, oh, I don't know why I thought you did. (laughs) I think I mentioned, like, Scarface before, but I never watched it. Oh, okay, well, well I'll just say, th- this is the only Howard Hawks film that I've ever seen. I see. Do you guys have any experience with the director other than this film? Nope. I mean, you, you just stated, like, you know, he did Scarface, I assume, correct? Yeah, the, the 30s one, yeah. So, no, I have not. Sure. Yeah, and this, this is actually, I guess, not technically directed by Howard Hawks. It says that he produced it. But like uh, many other movies that we've covered on the podcast, this is one of those kind of gigs where the producer like hires like a ventriloquist dummy and just shoves his hand up in that slot in the back and just puppets him around the whole production. Oh. So <laughs> it may say Christopher Nivey, but it was really Howard Hawks. The whole time. So, <laughs> so in disguise all along. <laughs> it was him all along. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I guess that's fitting. It was him, Austin. Yeah. It was me, Austin, the whole time. <laughs> Oh no, it was me, Austin. Oh, oh. Yeah. So was this uh, the first viewing for both you guys with this film? Yes, first viewing. It was my first viewing, yes. Mm. Yeah, I saw this one maybe... Actually, oh wait, I don't have my disc anymore. I gave that to it's, Johnny. It's, well, so. actually, if Johnny has the disc right next to him, he could, he could tell you. I do not. Okay. 
Yeah, and I, I don't remember if I took my little sticky note out of it or not, so... <laughs> but it was a couple years ago, maybe around like 2017, I think, the first time I watched it. And then I watched it again when we were originally going to cover this. I don't know when that was now. I feel like it was a yeah. little while ago, but... Yeah, so I've seen it three times now, and, and definitely my opinions have changed from each viewing. The first viewing, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was just kind of like... It, it just it wasn't any sort of adaptation of the the short story it was way too comedic to the point about me finding it obnoxious but i i've definitely softened a bit on these recent two viewings what were you guys' initial impressions um i think i made the same observation that you did and that it really has the same tone as the book but it really doesn't have much to do with the book storyline or even general plot line hmm. really it's just kind of like there's no um real psychological aspect in that oh the, th oh the thing could be any of us it could be in disguise and that kind of tension and distrust you get from that doesn't really have any of that it's more alien shows up kill it kind of thing but at the same time <laughs> I mean yeah it did have the same tone as the novel in the sense that there's, there's a lot of scientific jargon being bounced around there's a lot of theories as to what the alien could be based on earth knowledge um, yeah the, the humor I actually didn't mind either because that's the exact kind of humor you get with a bunch of blue-collar guys who know each other really well. I And so it mm. just added it, it added to me the sense that, that that they were a team and they knew each other and they were you know, it helped it helped to it helped reinforce their characters a little bit to me. And and honestly some of that humor hasn't actually aged as poorly as it, as it appears. As you would think. Um but yeah, the monster design, I mean, I, I get it was the 50s, but uh, that was fucking Frankenstein's monster, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. It was. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I haven't watched it. To be fair, I haven't watched a ton of movies in that time period, so I kind of don't know. I have nothing else to compare it to. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was it was super campy, but it was enjoyable. The performances were solid, and I, I did have a good time watching them try and strategize how to, how to kill the thing. So that was, yeah, it was fun. Fuck that doctor, though. I hate that guy. Yeah, the very not very well, uh, kind of hidden, kind of communist <laughs> analog there. <laughs> Did you not see his like hat he was wearing at the very end? Uh, Nazi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I just I, I started I pressed play on the movie so I could kind of watch in the background and I do love the kind of outside setting with all the fake snow and stuff and like wins. that. Even though it looks fake, I just appreciate the aesthetic of it. Oh, totally. Yeah, how much of uh, how much of it was on set and how much of it was outside? I think most of it was on set, except for when they go and discover the crash site. Hmm. Yeah, I was hoping so. Yeah, that was like in a desert. That they just uh... yeah. Th there were a couple things I was kind of like, okay, what the fuck? First one, the first one being, oh wow, we found an alien spaceship. Let's use dynamite around it. Uh. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I know they had to break the ice, but surely they had some kind of like ice saw or something, a bit more precision, so I don't destroy the fucking flying saucer. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking, even for the '50s, that seems like a dumb kind of a pig-headed mindset. There was a good joke in there though, where they were like, where, where they, they got orders from the army, and they were like, "Yeah, br yeah, use dynamite to uh, extract the flying saucer," and I'm like. Is that satire? <laughs> if that's satire, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and it was all done after the fact as well, hilariously enough. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, well, yeah, but the army would have told them to do that anyway, is my point. Which is really fucking funny, because we established how stupid it is. 
Yeah, and if there's something to be said about Howard Hawks, he's most famous for writing, like, kind of romance comedies. Mm. Like, that's the kind of stuff that he was famous oh, okay. for. So this movie was actually... It was kind of like Alfred Hitchcock making Psycho, where everyone was like, whoa, like, what's Hawks doing producing this weird kind of horror flick? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? And sci-fi in, in the 50s was definitely not, like, um, something that was well-respected either. So it was another kind of gamble for him. Not until, like, Forbidden Planet and The Day the Earth Stood Still came around. Mm. That was actually the same year The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's right. And that one wasn't, wasn't any sort of success until uh, years after it was first released. I think it was kind of hand initially because of course much yeah. like in interestingly <laughs> enough the john carpenter version of the thing Ooh. wasn't a success at all upon release but it gained a massive cult following in recent years yeah absolutely which is interesting and and speaking of that i love that this movie opens with the same way that the thing logo burns into the screen yes i noticed that too that was really cool yeah it's super cool i'm glad they kept it for the, the remake mm. there definitely one of the good things to hold on to yeah i don't know isaac you got any thoughts on like the title opening or other the, stuff the movie just initial yeah initial title. oh the movie initial uh movie adult <laughs> uh how do i feel about this movie um th this movie made me realize that you can write comedy uh inside i mean okay was this a b movie good question yeah like and when i say b i don't mean like b movie info but like well this is shown after uh, an A movie, if, if anybody gets that reference. No, I don't believe so. Okay. I mean, this is an RKO flick. This isn't like one of their little sequels, so this would have had a proper theatrical release, I'm quite sure. Okay, so yeah, it was, you're right, I forgot about that. It is RKO. So this is the legit thing. Um, yeah, RKO, last time we saw this, this was, uh, it was King Kong that we saw RKO. I forgot about that. Yep, I completely forgot about that. Um, but yeah, this movie made me realize that you can have witty dialogue in a science fiction movie without it being like just skull inducing crushing if that makes any sense i'm looking at you marvel <laughs> yeah yeah like when they just stop the the whole movie to make jokes for like one scene and then it's like oh come on <laughs> i don't know what it yeah, is about only... like go ahead dude Sorry, the only one that I really saw that I was like, "What? Wait, why was the like, like, why, why was he tied up to the chair in that one scene?" Oh, I yeah, I wondered what was <laughs> like, going on like, there. Like that was just weird. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I don't have a problem with anything like that happening anywhere in the in any movie, but it was just kind of like, why? Like it was, it was just so. Strange. Well, I thought their whole romantic chemistry was kind of strange. Like we start with them like having some sort of like semi fight. Mm -hmm about i guess like a drunken hookup that they had but it's super coded <laughs> yeah and then yeah we have like a coded like bondage thing going on i was like oh like what are we because this is still under the haze code so they couldn't come out and outright like outright like admit that they had sex and stuff mm -hmm. like that they had those kind of conservative limitations yeah. but yeah yeah definitely <laughs> definitely pushing some boundaries with that whole tied up scene i thought mm -hmm. yeah and it was from the other side as well it wasn't even from like the side you think it would be on or it's like the woman sat up. No, the guy was tied up, air quotes. Well, although he did he did untie himself pretty fucking quick. <laughs> she didn't she never went to scouts. <laughs> that's that's incredibly sexist, my bad. Beavers, duh. <laughs> yeah, they would have uh, ne never would have let her. <laughs> she would have been in uh I don't know what, maids or something. No <laughs> you, Girl oh, got cookies, you goof. Girl, okay, there you go. Yeah, Isaac, silly Isaac. The more offensive the joke is, the more funny it is. 
Which, by the way, I love the fact that um, she's the one that solves the equation of, oh, what do you do with a giant vegetable? Yeah. You cook it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, there I, we go. I, I didn't realize the the irony of that one until then after. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Can I, yeah, I didn't realize that this movie's... I want to say, okay, it's not pushing anything. It's not... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to, like, state it was ahead of its time, but it at least had a woman that seemed intelligent and she didn't, like scream as well i gotta i gotta say that she she was not like bringing her vocal cords out or anything like that i gotta say and there was like more than like two, i think like three women in that base that was pretty cool i mean okay there wasn't any like i think there might have been a person of color i couldn't even tell you but uh, yeah there's no it's, it's mostly just white um, people yeah they had some asian cooks but that was about it yeah and yeah it, 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 i mean yeah it's definitely a product of its time yeah. it certainly is we won't talk about the uh, the northern uh, indigenous people and what they're formally called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they say that a couple times. Yeah. I guess my biggest complaint is, uh, <laughs> yeah, one thing I didn't like was uh, with the dogs. They just left the dogs outside. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is cruelty beyond belief. It was the '50s, as far as they, like animals didn't matter back then. Yeah, they did not. You're, you're absolutely right. I gotta say though, as well, uh, biggest change up first is uh we're in the arctic and not antarctic oh, i didn't even notice that yeah <laughs> it's not totally well they uh yeah because they said anchorage alaska and i'm like wait a minute wasn't the original one wasn't the book in our antarctica and then i looked it up again and i was like yeah it was in antarctica oh there you go good thing you're keeping track mm-hmm. there because yeah definitely miss that yeah, and this is the one thing that the book had or this is uh yeah the isolation of the book yeah i think as johnny said is, is not here because they're literally having mm. um conversations back and forth between like anchorage and whatever part of the north pole they're on whether it's in russian airspace nordic airspace or canadian airspace who even knows mm-hmm. yeah and it doesn't help that there was like 30 people on the base like, it was just... Some scenes were just, like, jam-packed with people. Like, I don't you know. You know what, though? At the beginning of the movie, I was hopeful because I, I didn't realize I'm... I, I was expecting, basically... <laughs> fuck. <coughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. COVID. Okay, um... <laughs> but, um... I was, I was expecting, um... A, the monster from, from the... From either the book... Or from the John Carpenter movies. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna get to watch this thing just like kill all these people. Awesome. And then of course, you know, they're just kinda there. Yeah, do they does anybody die except for some dogs? I I don't think so. The the doctor gets like bitch slapped, and by the way, I laughed so hard. But <laughs> me he, too. But he, he only has a collarbone. I like how every cut he's just a bit closer to the to the thing as he raises with it, and then it just fucking like arm cannons him into the into the crate. It was pretty good. Verse clones him. Yeah, I love the doctors. Like clearly, like I don't know what they like, caked on his hair to make it look white, but it looks so fake. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like clearly, are, they, are they trying to like make him look young, or are they trying to go for something else here? They were trying to make him look old. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think he was around the same age as like all the other central cast members. I didn't look it up, but he looks kind of Einsteinish. Oh yeah, I could see that definitely. <sighs> and I mean, of course, I mean not to get too insulting, but part of the whole like um, anti-communist thing was like, oh, like we're Americans and we hate these intellectuals trying to tell us how things should be. Eggheads. And so they always made scientists like bad guys because they were like, we're anti-intellectual. Mm, right. <laughs> like that's a good thing to be. How do you brush your teeth? <laughs> 
You grab some sand or some snow and you rub it on there. Why would you ever claim to be anti-intellectual? It's fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. I'm stupid. <laughs> well, to be fair, they did kind of say the, the the army did state uh, use dynamite to blow it up. Touche. <laughs> Seems pretty high IQ there. Digging brute force. That's how you do it. That's how the U.S. Army takes care of problems. <laughs> All right, everyone. Do we have the equivalent of just basically a giant fist to punch this motherfucker in the face? <laughs> so this is the movie that made Michael Bay say, "You know what? My uh, movies need more of explosions." <laughs> oh, and I, I did actually think of Michael Bay in a moment oh, here. Oh my goodness! Really? Do you guys remember? There's a moment when uh, Scotty, the reporter, it's right before the thing shows up and they light him on fire. Mm. Oh right. Okay, that was a really good scene, by the way. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. But a guy picks up a gun and Scotty's like, hey, do you know how to use that? And the guy's like, oh, sure, I saw Gary Cooper in Sergeant York. I heard that, too. I got that <laughs> reference. That's that's another film directed by Howard Hawks. So I didn't realize oh, that. Funny. Another little Michael Bay. <laughs> no, though, I, I don't mind that because, like, that, that, because, like, you see that trope every now and then where someone's like, oh, how'd you learn to do that? And he's like, oh, I, I learned it on PlayStation kind of thing. Like, I, I, like you know, those jokes are are nice when they come in. They're just, they're, they're just kind of like, huh. That's kind of like what I would think, too. Just like, hey, kid, you want to try to fly in a helicopter? I mean, I played Ace Combat. I, I don't see why not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> golly. I would think, you know. Oh, it's just dumb uh, as freaking the Predator. That makes me think of that one kid that I was standing in line with at school, and he was uh, talking about how he was going to be a cop after school. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to treat it like Call of Duty. Oh, dear. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> That joke has aged well, my friend. <laughs> oh, bud. Oh, golly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oof. I didn't even know. I didn't even know this guy. This complete stranger in line talking about how excited he was to be a cop. He said that. <laughs> he probably. I really hope he never became a cop. Oh, yeah, no. I was like, I don't know if he's joking or not, but I'm kind of uncomfortable. Oh no, <laughs> God. That's... Whoa. Speaking of like guns, <laughs> goodness gracious, some of those like gun safety here. They like I just kept seeing guys. Oh yeah, oh, I totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. We're yeah. watching with the pistols. I shot the thing. I just shot somebody a bunch. Yeah, and you're pointing the gun at my chest. Excuse yeah, me, sir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Please, like, what are you doing there, sir? Please, like, some of them at least have them holstered and like behind their shoulder. But like, goodness gracious, man. Keep it in your pants, bro. Okay, well, let's talk about the fire scene though. Like that was. Like I was like, I was oh, like, how yeah. the fuck did they film this? Like, it, like this was amazing. That was like one take. It seemed like it. Yeah, and it looked like it got out of control. Like it seemed like it, like went up like crazy oh, after a second. I can believe that. Oh god, that. it did. Like it definitely had the wonder. Like, like I, I, I don't know. I'm sure they had some way to fake all that fire because there's there's no way you'd want to be anywhere in that room even remotely with that much of it. Did anybody see if the ceiling was like if there was a roof or not? Because they could have. Like, had an open... Because if they had a closed roof, that's even scarier. Well, if, they, if they had a closed mm. roof, yeah, they wouldn't even be awake, probably. We got way hotter, way, way quicker. Yeah, they got kerosene in there as well, and I assume, like, kerosene... It's, it's a different kind of burnt... You, you're, you're, the, you're the expert on this one. Um, I don't know if, like, certain gases um, burn hotter than others, I'd assume. Not so much certain gases, it's more just, like, the composition of the... Of the room of the room's contents houses houses back then would light up would go up a lot slower because they use a lot more woods and a lot more like you know organic materials now this way we use synthetics and synthetics like plastic goes up like you like it burns hot and it burns quick oh boy so so you're dealing with so in a, in like the time lapse difference if they like two furnished rooms one full of 
like you know legacy constructions looks like you know 19, like, like 1920s 30s and just like all like wood furniture like you know all like cotton all like real material and one like modern rooms so, like you know like vinyl floors all like 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 the lazy boys the kind of plasticky kind of couches and they dropped a match in either of them in the same spot and the the modern one went up like completely like involved like like a, a literal ball of fire in like less than three minutes and the, the, the oh, legacy man. construction it wasn't until like 28 minutes in holy smokes so yeah that's the difference between like plastic which is basically oil and yeah wood, like polyester. <laughs> so are you are you saying that potentially speaking, it's better to have a wood frame than say like a plastic frame? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It depends. Also depends on the wood too. You know, di different wood. There's yes. like shitty plywood. Then, wood. I don't know. <laughs> Balsa wood does it go up quick? Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. It's a light one, maybe. It's so light. My uh, so they built my building out of balsa wood. Oh. Oh, but seriously. I just. Uh... <laughs> what well, well, your building is also also sprinklered though. That's true. Yeah, I'm looking at one right above me right now. Um, but I did go and look at that flame scene again. Mm. And no, it looks like they're right in the scene. I mean, it, it almost looks like they laid some, like, kind of tracks as to where the f flames were going to go. I can do that. So that it wouldn't hit the actors. Oh, but smart. no, it looks like they're standing right next to it. Do you, th wow. do you think so it's, it's the food. actual actors or do you think it's stuntmen? Yeah, most likely stuntmen, I would think. Yeah, because we don't There's see their faces. No way. But. I don't. I don't remember. Did they have? Do they? They? Yeah, they're screaming in that scene. They're like they're talking through that scene. So I wonder if they had to dub themselves over afterwards. Oh, and you know, I'm I'm watching it again, and it looks like some of the guys have like um like liquid over them. Like maybe they splash them with water. Like I legitimately like when they when they like pour all the kerosene on the uh, on the thing itself. Like I knew for a fact that it was just you know the like that liquid gel that yeah. You know, the, the, I guess it's not fire retardant, but it's whatever. That thing is super cool. Like that makes you like super cold. Like from what I hear. Hmm. Um, cool. Maybe yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. That's a dedication to the art there. <laughs> because like that scene has a chaos to it that you probably wouldn't see if it wasn't legitimately on fire. Yeah. J just for you, Isaac. The last time we saw a body burn this good was the uh, swamp thing. I don't think we've covered anything else that has had a full body burn like that yeah that's right yeah the first one thing i was trying to remember what you meant yeah when uh the initial when when dr al collin gets like on fire that was a really good scene yep. yeah i remember that and this was in the 50s as well with like no color to it so it was like this is yeah yeah it looks even more i cool. would say this is probably the other than some of maybe like the flying pieces i don't know i enjoyed that stuff as well um yeah this hmm. the, the the fire scene itself was probably like the best scene in the entire movie i'd say uh, or at least the biggest, like, the best spectacle scene. Like, the, the one at the end, though, not to say it wasn't, but it was kind of, it, it was what it was. It was, you know, not real electricity arcs trying to fry the thing itself. Yeah, and it helps that they held back the monster until that scene. Like, we'd seen him in, like, glimpses. But that was the first time we got to see him, like, full-bodied, standing so, like, beautifully in the light like that. Well, yeah, as for the uh, body burn, are you talking about the part where he's, like, running around and his body's totally on fire? Uh, just when they like splash him and he just immediately lights up like I don't know what <laughs> and the whole room starts to burn okay um yeah I remember uh, Halloween 2 I think we're in, in the hospital yeah there's a full body burn there too but um oh yeah I don't I don't remember that one too well that's someone I go back to very often that's fair but um yeah, yeah agreed though because like and 
I, I was thinking that too. You go a long time, like even when they're when they're discussing the monster, like, you know, while it's still frozen in the ice, they, they still go quite a long time before actually showing it, which I, I definitely appreciated because that's a as we, as we discussed on here multiple times, that's a problem with a horror movie when they show the monster too early, and it's probably not as scary mm -hmm. as they intended it to be. Um, so that's a really mm. that, that that was a nice little touch there. Definitely kind of showed they knew what they were doing a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, totally. Like, and, and like, I don't. I, I once again, I don't have a lot of experience with this genre, but because they have made it look a bit more interesting than like Frankenstein's monster. Like, <laughs> like, that was a fucking Frankenstein mask. Yeah. It was. I'm sorry, but it was. Yeah, and Universal was still putting out all their little Frankenstein sequels, so it would have probably even seemed more like kind of like ah, it's just a lame Frankenstein again. Like I could go and see this any week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and or every year. And to like add to your point, Johnny, the thing that they like tried to. I think cover their bases with was the fact that they went into the like how the creature it's like the, the, they go into like the physiology of the creature which was again straight out of the original as well um not not word for word of course well, but like yeah it's not it's quite it's different. quite i just mean like they go into the physiology of it and they, they like take scenes to like break down and just like discuss like about what mm -hmm. it is and yeah, yeah they're trying to like cover their bases by stating oh well it's like this advanced being itself it's like to jokingly it's while it is a vegetable it's probably not what you would consider a vegetable but it's like similar to one but it's basically just are you saying it's a giant carrot <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh. i'm like I, I'd say I'd say that's probably like my favorite line of the entire movie <laughs> like, oh, no. so but he said it with such a straight face i'm like oh I, god yeah I, you did such a good job i can't like any like nowadays with so like because of the 90s everybody would just roll their eyes like you said that with an absolute straight face like i can't like that's just my favorite line now in that in this entire movie <laughs> it was delivered extremely well and like that's a like also like the actors like they did i i feel like they did a pretty good job with what they had in the sense that you you definitely got the feeling like they were colleagues who've been working together for such a long fucking time and, that, and that's a really cool dynamic dude i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but like Actors back then, like I think, I think they just acted more. I have, I have no idea. Like they just made uh, it more believable. It was just a completely different style. Like it was yeah. much more stagey. It certainly was. But and also, also back then, you, you, there was a lot of uh, cross. Sorry, um, there was a lot of overlap between people who acted in plays and musicals and people who acted in movies. I, mm. I, t I tell you what, man, postmodernism. You can, you can go suck it. <laughs> no, just yeah. There's something to be said about being theatrically trained. Definitely. That's why so many British actors are, tend to do so much better. Oh, so yeah. Do. Why they take over. David Tennant, Matt Smith. I, I cannot wait for the Batman with Pattinson because he, he'll, he will deliver. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Um, oh, I just saw him in a pretty quality movie yesterday called uh, Water for Elephants. Oh. You guys ever heard of Never that Never have. It's from uh, 2011. Yeah, really, really quite good. Interesting. Reese Witherspoon was in there. Probably overlooked by the fact that he was in another Twilight movie by that point, but oh well. Exactly. Yeah, nobody paid attention. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, to go back to what I was saying, sorry, with 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 covering bases, they 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 tried to cover their bases, but with all this like scientific jargon, to make the creature seem more menacing, and then yet you still had like you know, guy in a boiler suit, and it's a Frankenstein mask. Yeah, yeah. Where'd the suit yep. come from? Yeah. <laughs> also, like it makes no and, sense. And, and, like you know what too is that um, uh, I remember like, like like when they when they first kind of showed the thing in uh, like like in the ice when they first showed it. Yep. It looked a lot spookier than like 
than it than it initially appeared than it eventually appeared out to be. You know. Yeah. 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 I I I got vibes closer to the short story who goes there. Yeah, maybe it should have been like he killed a man and like kind of took his shape or something. That would have maybe helped it. Yeah, definitely. But... Definitely. If we're going to there, let's just let's just get in there right now. Um, the what is it? The the assimilation slash um, reproduction of of the thing itself. What do you guys think of that? Mm. Oh wait, no, yeah, he he did kill two guys there. Oh, okay, there we go. Because yeah, like it happened off screen, but he killed the guys and hung them from above the plants, so, so their blood would feed it. Which, yes, that's right. The two scientists, which yeah. as an idea, is pretty freaking metal, and I love it. But not much really came of it plot wise. Like it was like, oh, the scientist is trying to grow some. Okay, well, 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 then just like like steal his gun and punch him in the face, kind of thing. Like, yeah, we can't trust those uh, those intellectuals. <laughs> they like. They hate emotions. They just want to help the other side. It's all about logic. Yeah, like, that was weird. <laughs> I was like, this guy's fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's the con of the movie of just like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's set in its day, so you can't really do anything much about that. No. Um, other than like, it, it was there for what it was, but uh, I wish it could have done it better. But just with like the fact that the creature itself can reproduce, that was... Uh, basically clone itself that was I, th I thought that was for again for an adaptation looking at this from an adaptation angle uh i was like okay that's not a stupid idea of it like you know reproducing that way from like you know basically pod people of like you know growing mm -hmm. it from gro growing others of itself from dirt i'm like could be worse um, sure but they, i wouldn't no, it's fine. Uh, they 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 could have done a better job with it. They they tried. <laughs> I'll say this: I sort of saw like the screenwriter trying to like get in the blood part as well. It's like they so it's like oh, it's using blood to um, reproduce uh, own human blood to reproduce in dirt. I'm like, okay, you're trying here, but like, eh, fair enough. Well, you know what though? Like, and if that had panned out and they had had an army of pod people, I probably would have been a lot more receptive to that idea. But it just it just. The, mm -hmm. the the John Carpenter version. I mean, I'm just saying the original, but I kind of can't with this conversation. Um, the John Carpenter version. You definitely got, and and who goes there? The, the story. You definitely got a strong psychological element from that that whole like, like who's who, and like you know the scenes where they're trying to figure that out, and just like the kind of thriller, cat and mouse of that that, that this movie just doesn't have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also all the, uh, like, suspicion of each other. No one could really trust in each other by the end. Mm -hmm. Like, all that kind of... Which is also kind of plays in the Cold War, which is interesting, just in a different way. Good call, good call. But, and, and maybe that wouldn't have worked, because, like you said, they all have such a like, fun kind of, like, banter together, and they're, like, they, they got this great camaraderie. Totally, So yeah. maybe it wouldn't have worked as well to see it break down, but... Or maybe it wouldn't, I, I don't know. It's difficult to say, but I, I think it's really cool too in the Carpenter version that they definitely kept that feeling of camaraderie with the guys. Like that's something you feel very quickly in that movie too. Yep. Yeah, that's what makes it harder to see them all kind of like start to break apart and not trust each other. And yeah, yeah, that's super cool in yeah, that. And 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 they all have their own nicknames within the group and everything. It's just like, oh, that's cool. They have this. This is like a close group of people. Yeah, and it's interesting that because usually with these kind of adaptations. One of the few things that they'll keep is just the names, and they'll like change everything else. But this one, they didn't even bother keeping the names. It's just like everything changed. True, true. Which is why so, I don't it's know. not much of an adaptation, <laughs> in my opinion, honestly. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's one of the reasons I've always kind of balked at whenever people call the John Carpenter one a remake of this. Mm, yeah. Like, it's really not at all. Like, I mean, sure, it was made afterwards, but it's much more an adaptation than adaptation of the story. Yeah. Than a remake of this. Wait, sorry, one point I forgot to mention. The one great use of tension in that movie, is, I think, is very, very early example of, like, a jump scare or suspense is how... Have you noticed how many fucking doors they open in this movie? Yeah. And the doors are very <laughs> loud. And you just know as a horror fan, okay, eventually, at some point, they're going to open one of those doors and the fucking thing's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But you, and you get like 45 minutes into the movie and then, they, and then it finally happens and you're like, oh, shit, I see, I see what they did there. I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> yep. Like, like, so I just, yeah, I was even wondering, because there's a scene early on with, uh, I guess, whoever's like the top guy. And he keeps complaining like, oh, everyone comes keeps coming in this door. When are we going to get... Are we gonna get a revolving door? Oh yeah, that's fine. I was like, is that a Chekhov's reference that's to? A uh... That's like a setup almost. <laughs> is that a, Ch- a Chekhov's door? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What do I do? <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but j- just to mention something else, which I just noticed in this one scene I was watching. Did you guys pick up on? It was kind of a thing that they were. I guess Howard Hawks was kind of innovating with at the time. Where he would do kind of like a speeded up scene where instead of the actors waiting for their lines, he would just get them to like say their lines over each other all the time. I noticed that throughout the entire movie and that's why I thought it was like a B movie. And because I was just like, okay, are people just intentionally missing their cues or not? Yeah, from what I've read, that was something that he just, he was like, oh, I want to bring more of a naturalism to film. And people, you know, they naturally talk over each other. So he inserted that, but... To me, it almost feels unnatural because it it happens just, like, almost too much mm. to some degree. And it's, like, hard to hear what some of them are saying sometimes. And I found it a little distracting at, at points during the movie. But Fair. How do you guys think it came across? Uh, to me, yeah, I, I didn't think it felt more natural, for sure. Like, it definitely felt like people talking, but I, I, I didn't really think of it too much, to be honest. I'm just used to everyone being mm. a dick and cutting everyone off, so it's just What do you mean? Like... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um as, as i was kind of going to it um what is it um at, so it, at first it had like it, it, it immediately got to me i was like like wow why is everybody talking over each other but it started to feel natural like throughout the movie and i was like okay they're going for something here and i really did enjoy it so i'd like to see another piece kind of similar to this where people do start talking over each other because but again i thought like are, are they, is this intentional or not? And, and it was. That's that's kind of good to know. Yeah, and actually, the only reason I know that that was like a Howard Hawks thing is because I've seen a lot of the behind the scenes for Alien. Hmm. And Ridley Scott said that he was directly looking at that when he was kind of putting together those early scenes with uh, all the people kind of trying to be more naturalistic on the ship as the, the space truckers. Oh, Speaking so. of which, this really screamed aliens to me. Aliens or alien? Aliens, plural. 86. Mm. Well, yeah, the, the Marines and the soldiers and all that, I, I can see it. Yeah, uh, what I'm thinking of mostly is where they barricade doors. Uh, I don't remember if they did that in the, like, Carpenter's version or not. Um, they had the Geiger counter as well, uh, which is really cool. I kind of like that. And mm-hmm. I immediately thought of the motion tracker. That also comes from Alien itself, but I think I, I more think of Aliens than I do Alien with that sometimes. Yeah. Um... What else was there? Oh, the fact that they had to go outside several times. I think one person had to go outside. That, that reminded me of uh, when 
Uh, Bishop has to go out to like realign the satellites to get one of the dropships to come down. Mm. Um, so there's just a lot. I'm not saying there's a lot, but like there were things that reminded me of Aliens. I don't think Cameron looked at this film and, and took a lot of stuff here, but I just was just I found it to be a, a funny coincidence when you look at the two together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. It almost makes me want to watch Aliens now that you mention all that stuff. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, except it's not as uh, unfortunately it's not as blue as Aliens. <laughs> oh God, no, not at all. <laughs> no, there's a whole lot of like metallic blue in that movie. <laughs> yeah, what did we watch recently, Isaac? That was also super blue. Through oh no, it was with Johnny. It was uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Yes. Mm. <laughs> have to uh, see what the sequel looks like. If it's gonna be, if that one's gonna be good or not. Oh, speaking of which, that one's coming out oh, soon as well. Eh? That fucking movie. Oh yeah, I'm dropping Resident Evil. I think next week. Yeah, because it's coming out. Whatever Monday. Yeah, whatever Monday right before the movie comes out is when oh, I'm dropping buddy. it. So yeah, I saw an ad for that on TV yesterday. Anyway, sorry, back to back to this. Back to this. Hmm. So what else do we got? Uh any any favorite characters? Oh okay. uh, yeah. I was gonna mention the characters. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know if I particularly have a favorite. Um, I do kinda like the weird romance. It just feels kinda strange to me. I was like, is this is what is this what romances were like back then, where there was this constant kind of, like, at-each-other aspect of it? Hmm. And I love at the end, too, when she's <laughs> when she's like, oh, you know, I'm tired of the, the the Arctic. I'm ready to settle down. Do you think your your wages can support two people? I was like, whoa, like, I thought she was, like, kind of this strong, kind of, like, you know, maybe not strong in the modern sense of a female character, mm-hmm. but she was constantly, like, poking at him, and oh, wow, I just saw the scene where they pull out the hand. forgot about that one. It's a little graphic looking. But, right. Which, by the way, I like the scene when he kills the dogs, too. I thought that was kind of cool looking. Well, I mean, like, I, I, I don't, but... Yeah, so so maybe the two of them, I, I guess the two leads, but... Yeah, everyone else, I, I don't know. I didn't particularly love any of them. I think Scotty was maybe my least favorite just because I thought he was kind of... <laughs> I don't know. A, sn- a sniveling bitch. Yeah, there. Yeah, he was kind of. I hated when he was like snipping at the the guy too. He's like, "Oh, like you're this asshole. You're not letting me release this story," <laughs> even though it's not, clearly not his call. Oh, not at all. Fucking reporters, eh? <laughs> oh, but how about you guys? Um, I, I can't think of any. Honestly, I can't think of any particular names off the bat. I definitely, yeah, the me, the, the the two protagonists and their little romance thing going on was, yeah, I, I don't know how well it, it yeah, it, it definitely, I, I definitely thought it was very like. You know, it it just had a classy, a classic '50s romance feel to it between the two of them, which I guess you'd get from the '50s. Like, you know, just just what you think it would be. It was pretty much that. Hmm. But no, same 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 diff for me, honestly. I'm surprised they actually fit a romance in here. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> Not a common trope in horror movies nowadays. Yeah, I don't know if it's the better one of the better romances I've seen in a film. Also, didn't immediately go to sex, but that's like just everything <laughs> after the '80s or I guess '70s. So, well, after the Hays Code, yes, I mean, yeah, they were going crazy. <laughs> Hays Code didn't break until '68, so shit. If we didn't have the Hays Code, we wouldn't have J. We wouldn't have all had. Yeah, we would not have had all those Friday the Thirteenth movies. Oh yeah, pity a big loss for the world that would have been. Eh? I t- or uh, Pink Flamingos. Wow. Actually, that's true. Yeah, no, we need that, but like not the other, whatever. Um, I actually, I have to admit, guys, I I actually think Scotty is my favorite character. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna say I, that for whatever reason. I just no, assumed that's fair. That. I I just love his quipping. Uh, it was it was better quipping than a, the best quipping I've seen recently. Um, better than any Marvel movie, I can say that right now. And he was an interesting, yeah. And, and he 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 had a distinctive voice, like him or not. Mm-hmm. He definitely stood out from the crowd. Isaac, did you like his uh, dictating his article at the end? <laughs> yeah, that, that was yeah, funny. almost. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, just where, like, you know, I look up in the stars or whatever it was. That was, yeah, that was... Yeah, watch the skies everywhere. Everybody look up and watch the skies. I was like, oh, boy, come on. Well, it was just so 50s, though. It was so 50s. It was, it was. <laughs> it would have been very interesting had they not... If if the ending was more bittersweet, uh, where they had, they lost a lot more... Ca- like, there were a lot more casualties suffered during the fight with the thing hmm. and it almost seemed like it was a um a little cautionary tale but they obviously didn't do that because it was you know a triumphant end for the american heroes uh the americans they beat this 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 foreigner and uh always always good at the very end <laughs> i didn't think about it that way but yeah. hmm. damn oh, he, said, he just says americans like twice and i'm just like oh okay i, I know america 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 um I don't know. I just I, I love the fact that even though he he could have been an absolutely annoying character, but obviously the the annoyingness went to the, the, the scientist instead. And I'll get to that in a second. But uh, I just like the fact that he was there alongside them almost the entire time. Like he he was literally there almost every yep. encounter. Oh and yeah, he was in there. They did tell him to like you know move back a bit. They, he did have a like a offhand line mentioning that he was. Uh, there during like, what was it he he did sir I don't know sir but he was you know one of them wartime reporters back in the day so it, it made sense for him to be there um, even yeah even same with like the 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 um, the, the female she was uh, wanting to be there in the action as well for for a long time but like, right until the very end yeah what was what was her role again was she just like the radio person or something I no she was the secretary of the doctor I believe oh I yeah because she took all the notes or whatever those uh, that occupation's called. I love that Scotty's just there, like, <laughs> just looking for a story. Just, like, hanging around. <laughs> it's some Arctic base. And, and then he sees the monster, and he's just like, ha! Oh! He faints. Yeah, he faints at the very end. Um, <laughs> people funny. might just say, oh, he's a sissy or whatnot. Oh, he's a pansy. Like, like a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I won't, I won't go into that or anything like that. But, yeah, that, that's uh, Um, where was, where was I going with this? Uh, oh, yeah, it's... I guess there was a running gag of like, because everybody kept asking him, "Hey, did you get the, did you get a photo of, of the of the creature or not?" I don't think he ever did. Yeah, I don't remember if when they, because I know when they said, "Oh, before we blast it with the fire, take a picture." Yeah, they, I can't remember if he took a picture before then. They were so like, that's that's, that's hilarious. Where the military guys were like, "Hey, you want to get a picture first? It's like, wow, you guys are so open to this. That's hilarious. And they're so like cavalier about everything too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this happened every week. Hoorah! <laughs> Oh, oh! They just said their their catchphrase on the screen. Oh. Holy cow! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that, was... <laughs> that one stood out to me too. That was funny. I was like, oh, you don't hear that one anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> Surprised you haven't brought that up, Isaac. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I, I meant, oh, I meant yeah, to that. Oh yeah, add that to your your repertoire. Yeah, add, add that to your not swearing repertoire. Oh, for Pitt's sakes! Um, <laughs> add that to your fucking not swearing repertoire, Isaac. <laughs> Wait till opposite day. Yeah, your goddamn lack of swears. I'm gonna do an opposite show. <laughs> your goddamn fucking lack of swears, bastard bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few words I can use in there that I can, but anyway. Um, anyway. it's yeah. We'll do an opposite show one day where, like, you guys can't swear and I have to. Um, 
Uh, but you're going to talk about the doctor. Uh, what was I going to finish with? Uh, yeah, no, I guess the doctor. So, yeah, well, disappointing, of course. I think we mentioned it earlier that um, they needed an antagonist or at least somebody to, you know, be the butt of a joke, but 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 to certainly be at sides and at arms with the uh, or odds, excuse me, be at odds with um, the American military heroes, uh, the Air Force in this case, and. It is a shame that, like, you know, science, the scientists had to be this way. It's not even that the, no, none of the other scientists were like this. It was just, like, this one character. Um, there's only, like, a few of them that, like, kind of sided with him. But I guess towards the end of the movie itself, they started more siding with the, uh, what is it, with the, uh, with the, with the Army, or the Air Force, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, watching this did make me think... Um, and I, of course, I don't know what the culture was like at the time, but people these days, you know, they make so many complaints about wokeness of kind of the, uh, accepted political standings of this era. Oh, lots. I wonder what people thought back then watching these movies. Like, were they frustrated with like, oh, we, we get, I mean, literally by almost law, we get a very one-sided opinion in all these Hollywood pictures. So I wonder if that was, like, in their own way, in the culture, like, a wokeness of their own time, where they're like, ah, this is just forcing it down our throat every one of these movies, so be a patriot, be anti-intellectual, support this very specific point well, of view. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there was, especially considering this is, uh, that this happened after World War II, this is, this is 1951, so I'm sure, I'm sure the media, a lot of, like, especially after America's, like, you know, big win, I'm sure, I, I'm sure a lot of people back then were just, there was so much patriotism and so much... Of that, of that look how great we are attitude in a lot of American media mm-hmm. really looked for it. and also the Korean War was like I think it was it's either about to happen or it was it was underway at that point too and they were over overseas and they were doing their thing and like you know who fucking raw Marines all that shit <laughs> so yeah I would that wouldn't surprise me and also the communist like the, the the red menace thing hadn't started yet but the Cold War was underway as well so mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a ton of propaganda and anti-war sentiment and wokeness like slaughterhouse five was written in like mid 60s mm. i think i mean yeah 15 years away i guess but you know just by then there was there was a pretty heavy anti anti-war sentiment around yeah yeah i just maybe wonder if 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 i was an audience back then if watching this movie i'd roll my eyes like oh here we go the same thing we get every movie or shoving it down my throat be, be a big patriot are you saying <laughs> that wokeness has existed since the birth of humanity <laughs> Well, not wokeness, obviously, but just probably uh, called something less. It was probably called something a bit less stupid, to be honest. Did ancient Egypt <laughs> have wokeness? Well, they didn't have moving pictures, so it was a little bit. But you know what? They even if they did have wokeness, it would have been it would have gone something like this. You know what? We shouldn't have to labor for forty years to build the grave of our pharaoh. He's he doesn't need his balls <laughs> haven't even dropped yet, and then gets a spear through his chest. So that's probably how being woke worked in ancient Egypt. Forty years for a pyramid, yeah, right. More like four hundred years. Uh, yeah, that's more. It's more like forty, but yeah. <laughs> hey, we don't know. The aliens may happen. In oh yeah, 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 right. yeah, of course. <laughs> if you're into that new age garbage, go ahead. And, uh, oh, and then they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about. Oh that. yeah. By the way, Johnny, just for you, not that it matters. Korean War began June twenty fifth, nineteen fifty. Ended July twenty seventh, nineteen fifty three. Ceasefire, armistice. Mm. And the, well, so the ceasefire was then. The, the, the war didn't actually end until like what last year or something. Oh yeah, that's right. They just <laughs> fl- finally declared it over. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, right. Should we like end that at some point? What do you guys think? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, guys, sorry, it's, uh, it's still going on. Oh, I gotta can't, can't joke like that. Oh, yeah, we've completely forgot. Oops, let me sign a couple documents. Oh, wait, you know what, though? Like, we're, 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 we're basically at the 50th anniversary. Yeah, that was a good time, that was a good time. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, good... 70th, 70th anniversary. Oh, my goodness. Fucking oh, hell, oh, a bunch wow. of yeah, <laughs> yeah, what a crazy world we live in. Yeah, it's a mad, <laughs> mad, 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 mad world. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, just yeah, well, I, I, yeah, no, I, I kind of kind of agree with Johnny when it comes to like you know what what people thought of um, in this in this movie. I, I think yeah, it was. Is this okay? Is this um, uh, is this United States propaganda? Basically, probably you could. <laughs> I feel like there's a college paper on this of like you know how many films were just you know American propaganda. Um, is this is this equivalent to Transformers of Seven when it came to like you know American propaganda of its troops? Mm. Pretty much, except it wasn't fighting on, like, um, uh, foreign soil. It was literally fighting in America. Well, okay. Whether it's in Alaska or it's in Canada, I have no idea. They never established that. They just said it was, like, 70 miles north, so... Maybe? Who knows? Like, the... <laughs> north Pole isn't actually, like, Antarctica. It's only a bunch... It's a bunch of islands, and that's pretty much it. Well, they just found a big fucking island. It wasn't all melted back then, right? Oh yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, after what all that tannerite and dynamite they put out down there, eh? Yeah, it's like a mini Pangea back then. <laughs> Marka, boom! Goodness gracious! Oh, I also completely forgot to mention they mentioned. I think it was either when they were going to see the thing when they when they were going to find the thing initially, or they were coming back. I think it was going to like find it first. They mentioned something about like. Uh, what is it? The Air Force was like, oh yeah, this, I think this is going back. One of the uh, one of the troops there, he was like just offhandedly mes mes mentioning, excuse me, that there was a um, what is it? There there was like a, a law or something like that in the military where it's just like, oh yeah, you can't like you have to destroy all evidence of extraterrestrial life or something like that for uh, hmm. elements. And they mentioned forty seven. I'm like, did they just mention Roswell? Ooh, good question. I mean, I think he said 47. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I was just like, are we, are we like, referring to Roswell this early on? I don't even know this early on. Because I've not looked at a lot of media back then, but, like, man, if that, like, if you want to talk about touting back in the day, or, like, you poignant topics back in the day, like, that was only, this is, what, 51? That was only four years prior. Mm -hmm. like, goodness yeah, gracious. that's weird. That's, True. I, I, I feel like did. That's really strange to think. Um, yeah, I don't know how to elaborate on that. I mean, I, I wonder if maybe they were hinting like that was initially like maybe a, a friend of this guy's and this one just like happened to crash land in Antarctica and, or sorry, Arctic, excuse me, the Arctic instead. Uh, I just shrug. I'm just I'm, I'm probably like trying to really like put puzzle pieces together and it's not really working out. I'm trying to put a circle within a dodecahedron. Well, well, you know what? That was well, well, you know what, though? That's an interesting point, though. Because, mm. because like 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 that like there there is I think personally I think a bit of military satire in this movie already but that would oh, really yeah. add to it because I'm sure I'm sure after Roswell happened people were like okay this is a big fucking cover up and they were and they were assuming assuming <laughs> stuff and then well there's there's clearly a note of that in this movie mm -hmm. yeah I don't even know how like long like see obviously we'd have to do research on this but I don't even know when like the news broke about Roswell and like how that how, when that was common knowledge for everybody. And if it wasn't like, if there were any whistleblowers back then or not, because it had to be mm -hmm. unless unless like the press got a hold of it. Yeah, yeah, I've I've got no clue. I haven't I haven't done a ton of research yeah, on I'm that. Just throwing so. my hands in the air and just being like, yeah, I don't know. Except for uh, Spielberg's Taken, which spends a lot of time talking about that. 
You guys ever heard that heard of that series? Taken? I mean, the Liam Neeson movies? No. <laughs> no. It came out when we were little kids. It was a big, like, 10-week TV event. I watched every week. I was completely enthralled. I think it came out in, like, 2002 or mm. something. Started Dakota Fanning. That was actually... It, it made me, like, a fan of hers, and I, like, started watching mm. all her stuff. You sure it wasn't a prequel to War of the Worlds? <laughs> I, that may have been what started his interest with making another alien picture, but... Yeah, no, that's a pretty pretty quality series taken for what it is. It's a little strange, what, but interesting What show. Uh, channel was it on? I believe it was ABC. I could get up and get my DVD, but uh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that. Um, let's see. Yeah, fuck it, I will. Okay. Uh, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure there's no dead air. Um, yeah, never heard of that. That's. I wonder if that's on Disney Plus or not. Yeah, and I actually spent like 10 years looking for the DVD because it was sold out everywhere. Um, and finally I found... Oh, I guess it says sci-fi, but... Sci-fi? Hmm. I didn't think it was the sci-fi channel. That's interesting. Maybe what the hey? When they actually made, used to make, like, legitimate products? Hmm. Yeah, and what part of the cool things about that show is it starts off with Roswell, and it goes all the way up to the present day from that time, just following generations of people affected by it. Hmm. <laughs> so wow, it's it's super cool. Uh, well, uh, it turns out Taken is on Disney Plus, but it's all three of those uh, Liam Neeson movies. Didn't know Disney <laughs> had the access to those. Whoops, that's funny. Which is hilarious. Oh, but guys, have any other things you want to talk about the movie, or should we jump over to, to final thoughts? Uh, I think we could probably start wrapping it up. Like we're divulging into like politics now and trying to talk about this thing a bit longer. So uh, you know, yeah, I think we're getting off point. No, that's fair. Um, I guess the last thing I'll state is uh, an interesting, you know, topic that I've 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 encountered. Hmm. It may it may have to do with politics, but it's not that kind of politics. Um, Caleb, compare this compare this to Forbidden Planet, and remember how um, that movie was very similar when it came to the science aspect of it, where uh, Morpheus himself had this machine in the um, on this other planet. And or Altair mm. One or whatever it was, and Altair Six, and you know he had harnessed his power. He had spent so many years, um, again, uh, with, with it, and and had deduced like what its capabilities were, and it's again going back to the whole like yeah, Mar yeah McCarthyism or whatever McCarthyism, excuse me, where just like we can't trust anybody who's an intellectual, and they, again, also the 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 military guys there the guys leading the charge there was just like yeah this needs to be shut down very interesting how america portrayed that scientific because if you think the next year after that because what 56 no yeah a few years prior and so yeah forbidden plants 56 or 57 and then yeah 56. thank you 56 a movie in 1954 um had a counterpoint to the idea of what if science is actually good, and that was Godzilla, if you think about it. And how they were like, yes, science has made this giant creature and is coming after us, but science as well may perhaps be the thing that saves us from it, and in the end that also mm -hmm. is what happens. So it's very interesting how the Japanese had uh, an outlook on the science, especially... Um, where in the hands of uh, this, this important information and power, where in this movie, the military is making all the 
decisions, whereas the scientist is trying to, like, you know, he wants to communicate with it and is so desperate to, like, you know, the very end, wants to just speak with it. Also, I love the line how they said, maybe it's thinking telepathically. I'm like, that is just the screenwriter trying to desperately put that in the movie. Um, even though it could yeah, call just back. like very last very end of it just like okay fair enough he's just like i gotta find a place to put this line in there um or that whole plot point of like it's telepathic or not mm-hmm. but but it's interesting how the military dictates like you know what what this what we do with this information and what what's what we should do with this science um instead of how in godzilla, godzilla excuse me they it is in the hands of one dr sarazawa uh, and how he makes the decision to reveal it to the world and not the military. Just a uh, just a thought. That's all. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I think those later sci-fi films are maybe a little bit more thoughtful than this one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you could view Forbidden Planet as like, like oh, the dangers of technology. But it's almost more like the dangers of mankind um, amplified by technology. Because it's got that whole like. It's the, the it of the people themselves that are the danger. Hmm. So, whereas this one, yeah, it comes down to like, oh, it's like a foreign invader. We got to take them out. And we can't trust the scientists because they want to, I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> Let's fucking talk to it or something. The crazy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want to hear outside opinions? <laughs> Say, tell, tell that to uh, my gun. <laughs> so, so, so uh, oh. I want to I shoot this thing. And if anyone tells me otherwise, they're wrong. Anybody tells me otherwise, here's my gun. <laughs> Merka. Yeah, so so maybe we we'll definitely get the Forbidden Planet one day. I'd absolutely love to talk oh, about yeah, that. Oh yeah, that'd be so much fun to talk cool. about. Oh, and it is it is interesting to note just before we do final thoughts that this is the first film we've done from the fifties. So cool. Yes, that's correct. We first the first film, not a not a terrible one. The first of many old cinema classics. And there's older, older cinema classics. We would have we would have gone earlier, but that was a whole other noodle incident that we won't talk about. Oh yeah, sure. fair enough. But final thoughts for you, I guess starting with Isaac. Final thoughts. Uh, would I recommend this movie? I I'd say I would. I think I'd also flip my sign saying I'm feeling it. Uh, it's it's a pretty good film. Uh, dialogue's really good. That's what makes it. That's what sells it for me. Um, there's just a genuine quality to it. I'd say, and, and different aspect as well. Uh, I like some of the isolation as well. Part of it. It's not obviously like Carpenter's, but. Again, yeah, think of it less than that. This again, is this a oh we we want another monster movie, but like oh we gotta or yeah whatever it is a monster movie, but like all our normal titles just sound like crap. Oh hey, let's base it off of this book. Hey, this book seems interesting. Let's like loosely adapt it or whatever it's called. Um, so if you're looking for a follow up to Who Goes There. Uh, That'd been funny if they called it Frozen Hell, but they probably couldn't because I guess they couldn't call <laughs> say Hell in the, in the day. But anyway, um, as a title, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd 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 say give this a watch if you can. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Microsoft Store. It's probably on the PlayStation Store as well. So it's readily available. Um, and yeah, just go back to the a time when McCarthyism McCarthyism was around. Uh, and they're, they're, they're jacked up boots everywhere and making the shots. Yep, I don't know. Yeah, conservative overlords ran the roost, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yep. Johnny, what did you think of this movie? And or what are your final thoughts? Are you feeling it? Oh, I, I like that it's like, yeah, the same, a lot of the same reasons you do for the, for the camaraderie and for the dialogue and the performances. Um, 
Yeah, in terms of like as a monster flick, it's nothing, it's nothing too special and nothing too crazy. But at the same time, I kind of like how it just kind of knows that about itself, about itself, and doesn't just like fuck around, doesn't take itself too seriously. It's just, it, it's a fun monster flick. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah, and I'll say for me, this was actually the last of the thing movies that I saw. I saw the '80s Carpenter thing first, and then I saw Horror Express, and then that uh, 2011 film. And so coming to this one, I had a little bit of baggage. I'd also read the book prior to seeing this as well. Mm. So I had a little bit of baggage that I was bringing to it. And maybe that's why I didn't like it as much the first time I saw it. Fair. But yeah, it, there's definitely a lot of, of quality things to it. I think it holds up pretty well on Blu-ray. Like, it looks pretty. Um, I enjoy a lot of the dialogue and kind of the fun banter between the guys. And yeah, it's it's, it's nothing too stand out, I would say. It, but it's definitely a lot better than some of the 50s, like Roger Corman flicks that I've seen. That's fair. So it holds up better than the, the B-movie stuff, but still definitely won't be my favorite of these Thing movies when we get to the end of it, but not the worst. No. Sweet. Yeah, I think that's think that's all we got. I guess stay tuned for Horror Express. We'll get to that one of these days, amongst many other things. Well, then the thing. <laughs> we'll be delving into Carpenter's thing at some point as well, which will be excellent. Oh, yeah, that, that one's always a blast. Yeah, and I guess after that we can decide if we want to do the 2011 one. I'm still, I don't know. It's up to you guys, really. I don't really care either way. It's... I haven't seen it, so I, w- I kind of wouldn't mind doing it. Uh, neither have I. No, you might as well then. I mean, it's, yeah, it might, you guys might like it. I know a lot of people do. I just personally, I don't have a lot of fun with it, but we'll see. Cool. But anyway, tune in next time, folks. And uh, any last words, Isaac? If you and your family... And a bunch of other people that are accompanying you on a cruise ship trip to Anchorage, Alaska, decide to travel a bit up north and find an alien saucer there. Do you ask them, hey, is uh, Elvis doing good or not? Peace. (laughs) All right, then. talking about drink and we're talking about uh food so now let's talk about you know going up to the arctic instead of down to the antarctic nope oh by the way also casting the skies out oh oh nice okay good haven't seen that in theaters ever actually yep yeah that's a dang shame i did but (laughs) yeah okay yeah thanks (laughs) sure and it was glorious. <laughs> I bet you, it you was. You fucking love it with theaters. Of course you saw it.
<laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> you might as well, except you're the closest one to that theater in particular. Mm -hmm. No, I meant Johnny, not you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. I, th I think so. Eh, probably. With the highway, it's like maybe like less than a 15 minute drive for me now. Yeah, if you go up 216th. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I don't know, all he's got to do is like go down 104. Actually, okay. Mm, it's going to be close. All he's got to do is go one, down 104, take the connector, go all the way to 96, and then go all the way down 96, and then shoot up 200th or one of the side streets there, and he's at the theater, so... I guess it's like anybody's game. Or you could not do that. Or you could just go highway 1. That's what I do. Well, why, why, why the fuck wouldn't you? I don't know. Just, so I thought it was a shortcut. 100 kilometers an hour gets you there a lot faster. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, certainly. Like I could take... Uh... 200, then it'd be a pretty direct drive, but you can go so much faster on the highway. So it's, it's, it's also 200. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My coworker states nobody in Langley takes 200. Nope. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. It's we'll do an opposite show one day where like you guys can't swear and I have to. Um... Oh, oh, by the way, Isaac, just to just briefly off off topic. I was listening to our King King of Atlantis episode oh, a couple days nice. ago. What'd you think? And in it, I forgot that you said "goddamn," and I left it in. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, there we go." I like, didn't say <laughs> the first word, but like it, it, it was, it was like southern enough so that it sounded like I did. But whatever. Oh, that's um, funny. But anyway, <laughs> randomly. <laughs>